Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast, where we help you lead the hardest person you will ever lead, yourself. Here's your host, someone who believes leadership begins at home, Randy Gravit. Welcome to this week's podcast. We're winding down the year here, middle of December, and it's hard to believe 2020 is almost in the rearview mirror. And so today we're going to take some time and we're going to do a little looking back. But before we do, I want to look ahead and and do actually a little promotion here of something we've got coming up for you as we begin 2021. We've got a new course coming out, 21 Days to Your Best Year Ever. So I got a couple questions for you. What are you thinking about for 2021 for your your plan? Do you have a plan for what you want? I'm I'm hoping you're not just going to make a few resolutions and hope that's going to suffice. You need a blueprint for what you want. There's greatness in you. It needs to be unleashed. How are you going to get from where you are to where you want to go? Uh, we've, got a, we've got a course that we've created that's going to help you gain clarity in every area of your life. It's going to help you increase your capacity to lead from, from a fitness level and, and from an energy and an emotional level. It's going to be fantastic and help you grow. And then it's going to ultimately help you have not just a great year, but to create a legacy or, or at least get on the road to creating a legacy in your life and leadership. So I'm really excited about this course. We've already filmed it. It's just about uh, ready to go. We're editing that right now. And so that's going to be out just in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to encourage you to, to make the investment in yourself. I, I say all the time, the hardest person you'll lead is you. I want to challenge you to start the year by making an investment in yourself. I, I heard something recently that the average uh, leader spends 33 times more money on movies, music, and uh, their their personal appearance. Think about that. They're, than they do their their personal growth. So movies, music, and your personal appearance, you're spending $33 for every $1 you're spending on your own personal growth and development. This course is going to be a, an easy little investment you're going to be able to make in yourself. The same high-level stuff that we're that we're working with executives all over the place and they're paying thousands of dollars for coaching. This is going to be a really uh, just a a way that you can invest in yourself every day. So 21 days to your best year ever. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fantastic 2021, but let's don't talk about 2021 today. We still got a couple more weeks here in 2020. And I've been thinking back to some of the things that I've learned this past year. And I want to encourage you to do the same as you reflect back on your year, there have been some highs and some lows. It's been a crazy year of disruption, global pandemic going on, a lot of people sick. It just, it's been a challenging time. We had a stormy political year. I mean, it, there's just been so much disruption in our culture. And yet one of the things that has been uh, interesting to me is to watch how leaders have risen to the occasion in several places, the businesses we work with, the people that we're with all the time. When leaders are, are doing a good job, they're leading well, it, it seems like their businesses are doing well and they're stable. And then when leaders are struggling and they're not really locked in like they should, there is chaos. And so as, as you look back on the year, what have you learned? I mean, have you learned some things? There, there's some things that I've learned this year. I'll share a couple with you in just a second. But uh, I want to also reflect on some of the good things that have happened, not just the things I've learned, which that was good, but there have been some things that have happened this year in my family that have been kind of fun. Uh, our four daughters, two two of the four, our oldest and our youngest, got married this year. So we got a couple of new son-in-laws. And then uh, one of the girls uh, who's been married for a while, they had our first grandchild just a couple months ago. We've been getting to hang, hang out with uh, little Isaiah here. It's been a lot of fun these last few weeks. So 
it, our family has changed a lot, but I want to think about our baby daughter who got married uh, in in the summer, uh, in July, actually was supposed to get married in June. And it was a crazy time, uh, if, you, if you think back to what was going on in the summer, trying to plan events. Uh, this was a big wedding that had been planned and and uh, it had to be rearranged and postponed and it ended up being moved a month. I've heard of other people that were supposed to get married this year. They pushed it off a year. I mean, it was a crazy time to try to plan any kind of event, much less a wedding. And so uh, as I look back on some of the things I've learned from this year, one of them was was something that I said to my daughter as we were <laughs> we're sitting on the back porch one day and we, we have to move the event. And th- this is Catherine who... Uh, was just on the podcast. So you, you got to hear from her and uh, just a total year of disruption for her. Finished up her senior year of college. Uh, they sent them home in March. Didn't get to walk at graduation. I mean, just total chaos. Weddings going on, trying to move that. You can imagine all that. And I, and I said something to her based on something really I'd been learning during the year that I think is is one of my big learnings for the year. And that is this, that disruption creates permission. Disruption creates permission. I said, what do you mean? Well, I, I said to Catherine that day, I said, right now, baby, you got the ultimate permission slip to do whatever you want to do. I mean, as a dad, I wanted to be supportive. I wanted to uh, to be in her corner. I wanted her to understand that, hey, I'm on your side here. But as she was trying to make some of these decisions, I mean, I'm not a young bride, not, to, you know, my dream wedding, all this kind of stuff. This is really hard stuff that she's trying to go through. And yet I told her, I said, this is the ultimate permission slip for you to do anything you want to do. She was asking a couple, can we do this in our service? Can we do this? I'm like, you can do anything you want to do. You, you, as the bride, A, you should, it's the ultimate permission slip when you're the bride, you, you, you get what you want. But secondly, disruption creates permission. It, 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 it gives us a chance to do things different. And as you think about your business today, you think about your team, you think about your leadership, even your own personal growth and development. One of the things that caused us to do the class 21 days is we're we're thinking there needs to be a way to do our next year different than we did our last year. And leaders that I talk to, they're constantly struggling with some of the same things. So I want to I want to just remind you right now that you have the ultimate permission slip to think differently about 2021. You don't have to go into this next year the same way that you come out of this last year. In fact, yesterday's answers rarely suffice for today's question. Our culture is changing so much. It is important for us to understand that we're going to need different answers for different questions that are going to be asked in a, a new uh, year that we go into or a new season or a new project or whatever it is. Maybe you're on a new team right now. Maybe you're in a new job. We, we answered one of the questions a couple of weeks ago. A leader had asked us, how do you fit into a new culture? Some of you are in new jobs. We've had people that have lost jobs. I've got a family member that lost a job this year and they're put into a new role and they're asking like, how do we, you know, how do we succeed when we go into something new? So you got all kinds of things that are, that are needing to be thought of differently as you go into this next year. And as I think about one of the major learnings from 2020 was disruption creates permission. Re- disruption creates permission. Now, for a, 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 a good leader, if you think about this, they are reinventing all the time. They are constantly embracing change. They're leading change. They're coming up with new ideas. They reinvent continuously, we say. Well, I think for, for those of us who aren't uh, real big on change, we don't, you know, we like kind of things the way they are. You love the routine, the tried and true 
that's great. There's nothing wrong with routine, but if we're not careful, we can find ourselves stuck and and not be pushing toward our best. We're satisfied with where we are. I think it's okay to be content, but I don't. I think the best leaders are not really satisfied. So, disruption creates permission. It gives you a chance to to push to the next level. And I want to challenge you to really uh, raise the bar this this next season of your leadership, whether it be, again, in, in your team setting, your job setting, at home, whatever it is, there's some places where this disruption is giving you permission to think differently. And I would just encourage you to lean into it. It's, it's, it is what it is. There's some things you can't control, but there are some things you can control. And one of the things you can control is your decision to reinvent and to try things and to explore, to stay curious, maybe meet with some leaders that seem to be handling it better than what you feel like you are. I don't know. You you get to choose what you do, but don't forget disruption creates permission. You have permission. You're in charge. If you're the leader, you have permission to set a new course and to chart some new water. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, a second thing I would say that I've learned this year, and that is this, that adversity is the path to resilience. Adversity is the path to resilience. I've been thinking about that a lot the last few days, and I was having a meeting with a with a company that we're doing some work with last week, and I was having a conversation with some of their leaders. We're on a Zoom call and doing a virtual training with them, and had a little Q and A at the end. And a question came up about resilience, and and I started thinking about how much more resilient this company has become this year because of the adversity they've had to face with the pandemic, with uh, the social distancing, some of those kind of things. They've had to go home and not be in their offices and their workspace. And that adversity actually has caused this group to be much more resilient. I asked the question as we were having this conversation the other day, I said, how many of you would look back over this past year and think about where you were last January and say that, that I'm no more resilient today than I was last January? And there were no hands that went up. I, every single person when I asked, they said, every one of them said, we are more resilient than we were a year ago. And they all agreed that the adversity that they faced has accelerated that uh, resilience. It has led to that. So uh, one of the things that I, uh, I, I want to ask you to, to identify is, is there a place in your life where you are more resilient today than you were a year ago? And I hope you would be able to say, Clearly, that's the case. And you could quickly think about, you know, those areas where, you know, you faced some adversity. And it's not just been because of a pandemic. Some of you had relational tension and challenge this year unrelated to the pandemic or maybe related to it. I, I don't know. But some of you have had um, some health issues this year that have popped up and and they haven't been related to the pandemic. They've just been things that, you know, popped up out of the blue. Something wasn't something you chose but I know so many people who they go through something really hard and they come out on the other side and they're really resilient. And then I know some people, they go through something really hard or maybe something not so hard. And it just seems like they melt away and they don't handle that very well. So I think resilience comes sometimes because we face adversity and we face something hard. So I've been wondering uh, lately, uh, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but this is kind of the way I think sometimes, but are there some things that I could do to challenge myself to actually accelerate my resilience, to actually grow my resilience, to, to try to make myself stronger. Sometimes perseverance comes because we put ourselves through something hard. I think back to years ago when I was uh, doing some marathon running, I used to do that. And 
it was it was crazy how uh, the training would was always um, it, it 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 was reflected with with my finish time. I mean, it, if I if I trained correctly, my finish times were always better than if I didn't. And that training was really hard. And there were times that I would choose to go to the track and do speed workouts. And I'm and speed. I say speed. I'm I'm not real fast, but I'm going and running four hundreds on a track. You know, I'm and and taking. 60 seconds to rest and then running another 400 and it doesn't matter if you're running very fast or not it's it those will push you and wind you to a place where you're just really struggling or, or at least i was and and yet when i would do that when i'm running those intervals in the middle of the week and i'm doing these tempo runs and all those kind of things those things were putting myself in an environment of stress so on game day on marathon day i was able to handle some of those late miles when I hit the wall and, and really didn't want to finish. It's it's incredible when you think about it. The, the research actually shows this. In, in a marathon, most people have a really fun time in the first mile and the last mile. Everybody's really excited in the first mile. The energy level is really high. And nobody ever drops out in the last mile, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. Most people drop out in the middle. They drop out in at miles 18 to 20, somewhere in there. They get in this place where they hit this wall. Their body's not happy. And it's ready to quit, and they don't have the training built up to handle those last few miles. The truth is, you're suffering the last mile. I mean, it's it's awful, and yet there's this finish line that you can see, and you or maybe you don't even see it yet. You just know it's there. It's a mile away. It's a half mile away. You're getting close, and it and it keeps you going. But when you think about your life right now, and you think about what's going on in 2020, you've got a finish line in front of you. You got two more weeks here to finish strong. And I'm guessing you're, you're planning on making it to the end of 2020 and looking forward to next year. I, I, I know I am. I'm, I'm real excited about that. But as I, as I land this year, I want to make sure that I have learned and squeezed everything I can out of 2020 and that I'm actually planning on some things next year to create some goals, some stretch goals, some things that are really going to challenge me that are going to take me to the next level when it comes to my resilience. Because I believe all leaders that that uh, how resilience are are, are 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 resilient they're positioned to have greater impact and so so those are a couple of things i've learned this year adversity is the path to resilience and disruption creates permission so how about you what have you learned this year i hope you'll take these two things that i'm wrestling with right now and even think about them in your own life well is there a place where you need to Create a challenge for yourself so you can be more resilient. And then is there a place where you need to feel like right now, actually have permission to do something different? I hope you will. Thanks for listening this week. Next week, I've got a couple more things that I've learned. It's Christmas week. I'm going to share a couple things around that. I think it's going to be really good. And join us Wednesday for our Coach's Corner. I'm going to, I'm going to give you something that will take you a little deeper into what we talked about today. So this is going to be a great week. It's going to be what you make of it. The hardest person you're going to lead this week is going to be you. Lead yourself well, and the people around you are really going to benefit. Never forget, leadership begins at home. Thanks for listening to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. Please help us spread the word by sharing today's episode with your friends and coworkers. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel on Spotify or through iTunes. You'll find all the links on the media tab at randygravit.com. Now let's go apply what we've learned and lead ourselves well. Remember, leadership begins at home.